Well, good morning this Wednesday morning. Welcome to a real treat that we're having here in the opening word, opening words of the book of Hebrews. Uh, welcome from me, Goff, if you're looking in for the first time. And I hope you uh, are blessed by these next few moments we spend together. Let's pray and see what the Lord has for us this morning. I just think of that song, Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see Jesus. I want to see Jesus. I want to see him high and lifted up. Lord, it changes everything when we see you in your glory. And I pray this morning you would open the eyes of our hearts as we spend these few moments in your word before setting off into the day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm not going to recap too much on what we've already done this week, or I won't get any further, but just these majestic words, the opening of the book of Hebrews to the Hebrews, Hebrew Christians, probably thinking of turning, going back um, to their old Jewish ways. And the writers of the Hebrews, maybe Paul, maybe Apollos, maybe Barnabas, we don't know. Uh, he is he's presenting to them a wonderful presentation of the Lord Jesus in his majesty that will grip their hearts and fuel their walk with the Lord at a time when they're feeling wobbly. Um, so, uh, I, I, oh, I'm so tempted to go back to what we've already read. But it's not, I'll, I'll resist it. Verse 3, the sun is the radiance of God's glory. We used to sing a song about that one. Jesus, you are the radiance of the Father's glory. I think it, was it Dave Fellingham's song? I don't know. We haven't sung this week yet. Maybe we'll try later on. I don't know. Um, but the, I mean, these opening words, they need to be sung because just this majestic, awe-inspiring um, exposition of who who Jesus is. He is all glory now. So we've seen, we've seen this, um, uh, he, he, uh, okay, he, um, the exact representation of God's being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. Well, he, he, in an ongoing sense, he, he, moment by moment, it's, it, it, it's, it's his word that sustains the universe. It's not just wound up like a clock and kept going it's sustained it's kept going it's it's propelled into the future by the the, the powerful word of the creator do you see that it, in these days you know fear of course we must treat the planet well yes 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 but let's also have the confidence in that that we know the creator and he has a plan and a purpose it's all his and for him and he is sustaining it for uh, you know for for, uh, for his purposes and for his glory he's just continually sustaining okay um okay um but then he goes on to say something else here it's, it gets on not just to um what he to, to his creative and sustaining power look at this straight into the, the heart of the gospel after he had provided purifi purification for sins he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. Job done. He's sustaining moment by moment. But what he did on the cross, once and for all, job done. Sacrifice made, sin paid for, 
isn't it? Well, wonderful. Uh, you know, it, it, and this is going to mean an awful lot to these Jewish Christians because um, they'll be very familiar with the whole sacrificial system. They're thinking of going back to their old old roots in in in, in, in Judaism, where the you know, and obviously thinking through the old covenant, the priest would would go again and again and again and again to bring a sacrifice to, uh, to, to the Lord in the temple again and again because the, the, we're going to find later on the, the blood of, of, of goats and, and whatever. It's just, it's, it's, not, it's not enough. But the blood of Jesus was enough for you and for me. He went to the cross once and for all. Job done. Finished. It is finished. That's what he said. It is finished. Done. Isn't this wonderful? We can walk free. We can walk in the confidence that we are uh, we're forgiven, we're accepted, we've been reconciled. I mentioned the other day when preaching, big word to express a big idea, reconciled. We were alienated, we were separated, we were unworthy, we were, we, we were worthy of, uh, of, of, of death. And we've been reconciled, we've been brought near, we've been loved, we've been accepted. <laughs> reconciled. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that wonderful? Having he provided the purification, after he provided purification for sins, my sins, purification for my sins, he sat down. That speaks of job done. At the right hand of the majesty in heaven. The right hand, the place of honour, the sun. He sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. <laughs> He's all glory now. He reigns. He reigns. And one day we will see him face to face. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. He's the Messiah. He's the son. He's the heir of all things. Angels bow before him. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son. Today uh, I have become your father. Psalm 2. Now we're going to find again that Hebrews, Jewish Christians, it's full of scripture. It's full of uh, of, of prophetic references to the Lord Jesus throughout the Old Testament. I mean, in this first, these first few verses, there's just, you probably see it in your Bible, one after another or another, quoting the Old Testament all the time. Okay. So which of the angels did God, did God ever say, you're my son, today I've become your father? Um, so it's, the writer is taking that Psalm 2 and applying it to the Lord Jesus. And of course, that we, that it's perfectly appropriate to do that, isn't it? Do you remember when... Um, Jesus was on the walking, met up with those two on the road, on the road to Emmaus, and he he he, op he opened up the scriptures to show how they pointed to him. It, it all points to the Lord Jesus. It does. He's the Messiah. Beautiful, isn't it? So, for to which of the angels did God ever say, "You're my son"? I've become your father. He wants to establish that Jesus really is. The Messiah, because that's the that's the point the Jews were were, were, were wanting to, um, uh, to to resist. 
He's the promised one, the Messiah. He, he didn't come as a conquering king. He came as a suffering servant. But next time, he came as a suffering servant to purify for our sins. Next time, he will come as the conquering king. He's the son. He really, really is. He's the Messiah. Or again, I will be his father and he will be my son. That's quoting from uh, 1 Chronicles and 2 Samuel. Um, <laughs> he is just showing how all the scriptures point to Jesus. And again, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. <laughs> and that is in Deuteronomy um, 32 and, and that's other places. Um, by the way, the other, I, I, I pointed out the other week when preaching at, at Kings, there's several words for worship in Greek. Um, and this one here is, is proskuneo. And I, and I mentioned the other day, pros means to come before, prostrate, prostrate oneself. Oh, and kuneo means to kiss. So it's, it's, it's this d devotion. It's this, it's, yeah, it's real worship. It's bowing down oh, to someone who is so much, is so worthy and, and overwhelming. And uh, it's a beautiful word. And there's other words for worship that mean service. So the way we walk through today, we want it to be worship. It's very appropriate to speak in those terms. Um, we're in his service. We're living for his glory. Um, so here, the angels, he's so much more superior. You know, he's the, he really is the Messiah. He's the son and he's superior to the angels. They were told to worship him. And so are we. And I think my time is gone. And Lord... We want to worship you today. We want to make much of you, Lord Jesus, today. You are the King of kings, the Lord of lords. You are the, the one who came as a suffering servant to bring purification for our sins. And it's dealt with. My sin is dealt with. And we can walk as sons and daughters today with you. So, Lord, go with us wherever we're going today. We, we give you our... Uh, we commit our day to you we, as, as, a wor as worship to you. Whatever we're doing, it may be very menial and ordinary, but Lord, we want to do it for your glory with a heart and an attitude that is pleasing to you. So go with us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Have a really good day and uh, I hope to see you again tomorrow. Bye for now.